Here we are. <laughs> Absolutely. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I know it's uh we had scheduled this podcast for 7:30 in the morning. I'm kind of glad we waited until 9 now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, so uh we are here at Dynamic Essential Seminar. Yes, we are. Water Ford. <laughs> um kind of hard to explain, really. It's uh it's my first time ever coming. Um I'm sure like Megan said in her her speech like if someone walked in first timers and people forget that people coming for the first time see everything and they're like there's some weird stuff going on here but then also at the same time like there's I, i've seen some kind of weird things but like i'm a pretty weird guy too so i don't consider it like weird maybe out of the ordinary but then i've also seen so much other stuff that's like really important i see the love i see community uh i see people who are there for each other same goals uh or similar goals uh a purpose which is really cool. Um, but yeah, so essentially real real quick, I listened to Chase, uh, Dr. Chase. Um, Dr. Chase Dias. I'm sorry, I just met you yesterday. Um, but uh, I listened to his speech yesterday and uh, it really moved me and uh, I was really happy to hear and I just really wanted to get to sit down with you. Thanks, appreciate yeah. it. Glad to be here. Yeah. Were you nervous before you get on stage? Uh, I don't get nervous, man. Uh, lot Didn't of seem it. Yeah, a lot of people get really nervous when they speak. I think it really, it really uh, depends on where my headspace is. Right. Our uh, our lives are kind of where we're at. Right. Yeah. Got a lot going on. Sometimes that can cause you to be more nervous. Everything's going kind of smooth. Mm-hmm. Not as much, but no, I don't tend to get nervous. Mm. That's so funny. I'm completely opposite. If I was going to go on stage, like, well, I think it's like what you're saying. Uh, depends on where you're at at that moment. Sometimes I feel like I could conquer the world and be like, oh, I'm going to get on stage and I'm going to make the Spartan speech 300 and I'm going to rally, be able to get people thinking and loving. Da, da, da. And then sometimes I think about my heart starts to race and I start to sweat. <laughs> and yeah. <I'm> like, <laughs> you know, like, uh, yeah, you kind of always got to meet the moment where you're at there's that that cheesy saying or whatnot but uh wherever you go there you are you absolutely know? Yep. yeah i do yeah i do but yeah I, you said something really interesting <laughs> one of the first things you said in your speech again i was so like engrossed by it that i kind of um i kind of forgot everything i was like so in the moment obviously not forgot everything but uh i just i i was it was uh it was the most present speech and one filled with uh so much love it's like that one uh i forget who was saying it but he was saying how basically everyone here is saying the same thing he's like you know you don't have to worry about inventing the wheel like go up Mm -hmm. and share your heart even if it's the same you know the same subject matter it's like you're gonna hit different people you hit me uh like with a force it went straight to my heart but that might have taken somebody else to hit someone else, you know, but we are all, mm-hmm. you're all hitting, you know, you're all spreading your love and just connecting. So I say this a lot to my patients. Um, it's, we're all connected. Some are just more connected than others. Mm. I, you know, I find uh, with spouses and kids and parents, I'm finding the same subluxations. I'm finding the same bones that have shifted out of alignment in their spines that are putting pressure on their nervous system Mm. 
in the same spot on the same day. Mm-hmm. And I just don't believe in coincidences. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that, you know, that's a coincidence. So, uh, yeah, everyone resonates differently with everyone, even though we're all connected. Mm-hmm. Some are more connected than others. I, I That's beautiful. Right. I think that's so good because it's like, that's the thing. Sometimes you go into a room or you go somewhere and you kind of you might even fool yourself into thinking that you're not all connected that you don't all share the same experience in in a way or that someone else isn't someone else living a different life it's you just living a different life you know that that's on the other side you know you and me are just same thing we all want love affection acceptance uh kindness (coughs) a purpose um yeah, and, and you can really easily kind of fool yourself into thinking sometimes like, oh, it's us against them, or it's them, it's them, it's them. And that was one of the really cool <coughs> things about your speeches too. Your speech too was, you were saying like, it's not, uh, it's not go out and you know at- attack or attack, attack. I th- you were saying um, about uh, like finding love in ourselves, sort of thing. It, or it wasn't, um, it wasn't so much like the outside. It's like more working on the inside. I think. Um, and that can bring you peace. Again, I told you I was so engrossed. I'm gonna. Randy's gonna send me the video, and I'm gonna rewatch it later, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, what I was talking about is, you know, getting connected with your higher power. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. If you think that you can uh, make your lungs breathe or your heart beat. Or your cells replace themselves by yourself, mm-hmm. you are sadly mistaken. Mm-hmm. You know, there is definitely something out there. You can call them God, Wonka Tonka, <laughs> Buddha, mm-hmm. the higher spirit, whatever you want to call them. You know, I'm cool. Uh, I choose to call them God, but, mm-hmm. you know, there's something that controls us. Something breathed life into us, and uh, you got to get connected. Mm -hmm. you can't ignore that or you can and you can go about your whole life you know uh uphill battle fighting your whole life and uh trying to control everything but once you tap into that source Mm -hmm. and that love um things get a lot easier you know and you start start loving on yourself and start and then once you're able to love yourself then you can love other people Mm -hmm. and only then Mm-hmm. You can't give something you don't have. It's just the way it goes. Mm-hmm. You just cannot do it. So the first the first topic that I was talking about is, you know, listening. Listening to that inner source, right? Listening um, is so important. So many people these days are, I want this car, or I want to make this much money, or I want this house, and, and I could tell you just straight up for all the listeners and you, mm-hmm. I have all those things. Mm-hmm. And and it's real easy to think that those things are important when you don't have them. But once you get them, mm-hmm. you realize they're just things, you know, uh, they're just stuff. And it's fun to have stuff and it's fun to have experiences. Um, But it's not what's important. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I love uh, I love connected people that realize this is just things that provide experiences for my family, me, my family, and friends to enjoy an abundant life. Mm-hmm. 
But at the end of the day, if I didn't have the Ferrari or the swimming pool or the big house on the golf course, it wouldn't matter because they're just here to create experiences. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important for people to remember. I, I really, I 100% agree. And I really, uh, I actually, I told you I pointed to this because I wrote down goal setting. It's very important to get quiet. That's what you said. It's really mm-hmm. important to get quiet. And that was so cool because, again, a lot of the other speeches, and not to, I'm not trying to denounce them or anything, they were like a lot about the rah rah shish kumbaya, you know, let's mm-hmm. let's we, let's get this done, let's get this goal. Da, da, da. And I thought it was so cool that uh, you kind of took a little bit of an opposite approach, which again, most people, not even in that room, just most people kind of forget to do, which is just be quiet and sit with yourself. And like you were saying, the meditation, like when you when you meditate or when you sit quietly, you might not. My dad always says like about uh, well, I guess he doesn't say anything. I don't remember what I'm he sure said. Sure, he does. It'll come to you. Yeah, it will. It'll um, come to you. But essentially, just the getting really quiet is really important because when you sit with yourself and you're able to be really quiet, it's like the the answers don't come to you, but sometimes really good questions come to you, yeah. and. You don't have to answer those. Sometimes you're like, it's just a little leading line mm-hmm. in which you were just pl- sit down still for a moment and it came to you and you follow that. Mm-hmm. And then it's not like, oh, okay, I got this. I wanted this. I got this. Cool. What's the next thing I want and I get? Because mm-hmm. the thing that you want might change as you go towards it too. Your wants change. Uh, your perception of what you want changes. Mm-hmm. The actual thing might change, whatever it is, you know? Sure. Um so, yeah, I just thought that was really cool and important is, like, the getting well, quiet. Well, yeah, it's going back to the premise of you trying to run the show mm-hmm. or God running the show, mm. right? Uh, like, if you get quiet, you meditate, and you listen for the will of your higher power, it's easier to hear. And it's always communicating with you. Mm-hmm. And once you get quiet, you can listen to the will of your higher power of God, and you know what that is, then, and only then, set your goal great i've meditated plenty of times where things have come to me like crazy stuff like i didn't want a camper trailer Mm -hmm. like it just wasn't something i was interested in and i'm meditating one day and and it just comes to me out of nowhere and then the next thing you know i'm telling you like maybe six weeks later I got a camper trailer outside the driveway. The kids come home on a Friday from school. Mm-hmm. We surprise them. They're excited. And I live in Texas, and we take I drive it two and a half, three hours away. Mm-hmm. Never pulled a camper trailer. It was great, easy. And, and we pulled up, and we parked at a, a deer hunting lease. And my 9-year-old and 10-year-old got their first deer wow. last year. And there's no way, no way that – I would have wrote down on a sheet of paper at a seminar like DE, buy a camper trailer yeah. and take your kids deer hunting. It just doesn't <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Yeah. So you just got to get quiet, listen, and then the answers will be put on your heart, you know, mm. what whatever it is. And the and the problem is a lot of people write all these goals when they're at these seminars of I want to do this and I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And then they go back and they never do it because it wasn't put on their heart. Mhm by a higher power and it's it's outrageous it's just not plausible Mm -hmm. and i used to be that guy that would come back and say i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that 
And after two weeks, I just end up with a list of things that I never did. <laughs> then you beat yourself up. You're like, I didn't even do these things. Yeah. Why am I not fulfilling? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the reason is because they were never my goals in the first place. They're just what someone told me that I needed to do from outside in. Mm-hmm. And the whole goal of DE, the whole definition of DE is when a man becomes aware, humble, and obedient to the will of God. He becomes dynamic and essential. Mm. And it requires you being dynamic and essential to reach your goal. Mm. So, yeah, there's a lot of crazy. That makes st- sense. Yeah. yeah, right? Yeah. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on here. Like, I mean, it's not like, you know, whatever. I mean, when you said that, I was like, man, it's not like we're having a bunch of orgies. Or no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's a lot of love in that room, man. A lot of love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You you know you get five six hundred chiropractors from all around the country, mm-hmm. uh, all around the world, and they're so used to loving a high amount of people mm-hmm. on a daily and weekly basis, and then you put them together like a family reunion that mm-hmm. haven't seen each other, and you're gonna see hugs and kisses and people hollering and mm-hmm. screaming hello and having a good time and enjoying life and breaking bread and having drinks together. And for somebody that doesn't do that on a regular basis or has never been exposed to that, man, that's like drinking out of a fire hose, Mm -hmm. right? It totally is. And uh, that's so interesting because, uh, yeah, I feel all that. That was the first thing I felt when I came here was the love. Like I – don't particularly have any spiritual i'm technically jewish i had we celebrated christmas hanukkah all the stuff like i'm not technically anything i wouldn't even call myself spiritual in a way or i would but there's too much connotation with that um but essentially what, what i've found so far is like when i listen to people delivering sermons or whatnot or anybody who says god like a lot of people it's a very charged word a lot of people were really uh shut off at that moment i used to be like that i used to be like when i was in high school like oh religious people are idiots just they're following this dumb story and it's just an old book and blah blah, blah. and then i realized that a there's a reason why that book has stayed around so long there's beautiful parables and uh stories about human experience and how we can live better and in in love that's like that's mentioned in the bible a lot is love you know it's a a lot more than the things that you can't do um uh is love and so when i replace you i found this trick maybe a couple maybe two years ago uh when i replace the word whenever anyone says god i replace it with life because that's sort of my thing i'm like i you know i wouldn't deny an existence of a higher power whatever that is but i also i'm not confident really to say that like oh i know for a fact but i still treat my life like that i still treat it as though god or life is placing everything in front of me if life wills then that's how it is i always say um i always say like it it, it, it's happening right now so it's meant to be you know it's happening no matter what life's going to keep rolling on and things are going to be placed in front of you um so roll with it like go with your best foot forward uh like enjoy enjoy what's in front of you and it's funny i'm usually the huggy i'm I'm usually the guy that's touching people and hugging people more than they want to be touched usually they're like oh man this guy's really loving like whatever but then i came here mm-hmm. and i was met with that same thing and that's what i was hit with i, mm-hmm. I don't know anything about d barely know anything about chiropractic uh practices 
Um, I just came as the audiovisual guy with Rando. Uh, but what really hit me exactly is that love is like yeah. that that uh, that thing that connects all of us. Yeah, man. And so God is love. Mm-hmm. And and that's why when we were talking earlier, I said. God, your higher power, the higher spirit, Wonka Tonka, whatever you want to call it, man. Because our pride as humans, um, mostly brought on from, you know, bad religious experiences mm-hmm. or condemnation from others that that uh that that believe differently than you mm-hmm. causes us to have a repulsion to the word God. Some people are angry at God. They're pissed. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people don't believe in God, but they believe in life. Mm-hmm. Some people don't believe in God, but they believe in the great spirit. Some people don't believe in God, but they believe in the universe. And I'm I'm not sent here to judge. Yeah. I believe be. in God. I believe in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I believe that's the way. But I talked about this as my last point in the talk, right? Mm-hmm. we got to all come together and love one another mm-hmm. because God is love. And God didn't send me here and give me a purpose to point the finger at you because you believe God is life. Mm-hmm. If there's any chance that you ever believe in what I believe, which is not any of my business, mm-hmm. you know, um, I have to convey something that's attractive. I have to show love and gratitude and appreciation because people don't want to be like people they don't like. Mm-hmm. And to condemn someone is not likable. That's what's wrong with religion, man. I go to lunch with a priest every Tuesday, 40 years retired priest. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of great conversations. And we can both agree that religion is flawed. Every religion is flawed in some way, shape, or form. Definitely. On the other side of the coin, every religion has something valuable to offer. Mm-hmm. And if everyone could just quit pointing the fingers and get together, this world would be a lot better place. Totally. Same thing goes for chiropractors, man. Yeah. Same, same thing. Same thing. You know, if we could all get together on the principle of subluxation, mm-hmm. of the fact that physical, chemical, and emotional stress cause misalignments in the spine, which cut off life mm-hmm. from the brain down the spinal cord into the body, and that our job is to rest- is to to remove the interference. Mm-hmm. So the power that made the body can heal the body and restore the body. Um, then that would be a hell of a foundation. Mm-hmm. And uh, and if we could tell that to enough people for long enough as a combined group, um, I, I don't believe that chiropractors would have enough time to do anything but help remove interference in the nervous system. Mm-hmm. They they wouldn't have time to laser people's knee because it hurt. Mm-hmm. They're too busy. They wouldn't have time to uh, do decompression to stretch people out. Mm-hmm. They they would they would like I have create a network of other professionals mm-hmm. that do those things that they can refer to, mm-hmm. and in turn they'd be treated as more of a specialist or with more respect because a chiropractor finds vertebral subluxation and adjusts it to restore life into the body so the body can heal itself and 
from my understanding too, like <clears throat> when I've been listening to all these things too, it's not just that. It's not just your hands on someone's back or on their body. Um, and what I really respected, again, that love language kind of thing is like, uh, it seems like every chiropractor here, especially this one, felt with love. I'm sure there's all different types of chiropractors. Um, but a lot of these ones seem to have uh, a keen ear and a keen heart for listening to people and letting sure. people be heard. That's sometimes the most important thing for people's health is like just being heard so that they can hear themselves. Oh, I, I'm not even hearing myself. No one's hearing me. And then if someone else hears them for a moment or if they hear themselves, like it's a whole shift in perspective. I used to um, <coughs> I used to get sick like pretty often. One time I got on antibiotics like the doctor said I went to like two different doctors or something. And then they um, one doctor finally was like, you've been put on antibiotics three times this year, like for these sin like I had like a sinus infection or something. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. then something in my thing. And he's like normal people on average 1.25 times a year uh they're put on antibiotics which is a lot too but um suddenly i was like oh wow i was like maybe i should let my body heal myself i remember that moment i was like maybe i should let myself heal it and then from then on I, and again it could be placebo it could be whatever i'm not going to claim whatever it is but uh i started to wake up in the morning and say i'm young i'm healthy uh and just have a whole new viewpoint of myself. Since then, I barely get sick. I, you know, I, I wake up and I, uh, and it's like just the paradigm shift in my head. Mm -hmm. It doesn't even have to be like, mm -hmm. uh, w whatever it is. And that affected me. That affected sure. my life. That affected my own body. And I think that, like, almost like you guys giving permission for someone to heal themselves. That's like the power too. Yeah. It's like you know, it's empowering to know that you have a power inside your body mm -hmm. that can make your heart beat your cells replace themselves mm -hmm. and and what you did is you took one of the stress components the emotional stress component mm -hmm. and you took it away mm -hmm. you you had your mind say i'm healthy i'm happy i'm whole i'm healing and you took away the worry and the emotion mm -hmm. that causes Some subluxation mm -hmm. you know and subluxation is not just corrected by the chiropractor mm-hmm your body corrects its own subluxations a, a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, your <clears throat> your spine is constantly shifting in and out of alignment, you know. But when you reach a threshold to where your body can no longer handle the stress, then what happens to most people when they're stressed out? They get what? They get immune deficient. They sick. get sick. Yeah. Yep, yep. Well, it's because their body can't naturally remove the interference in the nervous system. Mm-hmm. And that's why we have chiropractors mm -hmm. to help assist the correction of subluxation mm. and interference in life. So by you decreasing the emotional stress, your body started to heal because you're young and you're healthy and you're vibrant. Mm -hmm. Just imagine if you got adjusted. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, which I'm honestly looking forward to it. I'm, I'm yeah. very, I'm very, uh, yeah. I've been watching it. and I've been seeing them doing there whenever I go to the bathroom. Yeah. Small bladder, so I go six times. But I see yeah. different people go up there, and every time I'm like, I gotta go back to the booth. But I kind of want to try that out. I want to see what it's like. I want to see, you know, the thing. And quite honestly, like this is my first exposure to chiropractic, and I, I'm a huge like, in a way, a, I'm accepting and loving of everything. But I'm also a huge like. 
skeptic. You know, I, I keep my, um, I also try, I'm a little bit of a skeptic, but then I also try to like, it's like when people, I try to connect myself to other people too. So it's like when people say God, I, I replace it with life because I'm like, oh, cool. Now I can connect with them. Now I yeah. get it. Now, now we're, yep, we're speaking the same love language. Yeah. And everyone's got their own love language. Um, but yeah, so I am really interested in that. And then uh, what was I about to say? I was about to say about, uh, oh, I was going to say is that your brain and body too are completely connected it's not a one-way thing it's Mm -hmm. not brain to body it's not body to brain Mm -hmm. it's a symbiotic uh changing relationship all the time Mm -hmm. that's why it's like some days you feel a little bit off here maybe your brain's working a little more than your body your body's working a little more than your brain your Mm -hmm. but it's like what we talk about when you're in balance or when you get out of the subluxation 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 um and you get back to the really the fundamentals connected. connected. You're connected to your brain, your body. You're connected to the spirit, to God, to the yeah. life. Um, that's what I've seen here. That's all the love. It's not just oh we love each other. It's like oh wait these guys are all connected in. They're connected in. They they gave me a hug the first time I met them. I didn't see them. I you know they're welcoming everyone in, asking my name, asking everyone's name, talking to them, mm-hmm. and I just like. I think it's really cool because we're missing a lot of that, especially in American society of like community. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, well, I'm like you, man. I'm not into. I'm. I'm skeptical as well. Mm-hmm. Like, show me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I want some proof. Mm-hmm. And what you just spoke about uh, were kind of two different subjects, right? So, mm-hmm. like, getting connected to God uh, or your higher power or life or whatever you want to call it. That that helps guide you, right? And it helps and it helps give you direction and it decreases your stressors, right? Mm-hmm. It decreases your physical, chemical, and emotional stress. So that's that's the spiritual component. That's the unseen component, right? That's really hard to measure. Mm-hmm. Uh it's been measured with meditation and, mm-hmm. and different things, which yeah. is awesome. And then and then there's a, the other component. And a great analogy for the other component, you're saying get connected. Some days you feel off, some mm-hmm. days you feel on. <clears throat> um, the other component, the great analogy for that is a safety pin. Mm. You know what a safety pin yeah, looks yeah, like? Yeah. yeah. So when you got a safety pin that's connected, the safety pin is closed. Mm-hmm. And think about where it closes is the brain. Mm-hmm. The brain sends a signal to the body and then back from the body to the brain. And they're in constant communication. They're mm-hmm. constantly connecting. Well, when stress has become overwhelming... That safety pin opens. That mm-hmm. cycle opens. And your brain will send a signal to your body, but your body can't get that signal back to your brain. Mm-hmm. Or vice versa. Your brain can't get that signal to the body. Mm-hmm. So you said, you know, I had sinuses, mm-hmm. allergy issues, right? Well, your brain knew that because you had symptoms. Mm-hmm. Symptoms are a great thing. They say, hey, here's the problem. Mm-hmm. Here's where the fire's at. This mm-hmm. is the alarm, right? And... And then your body wants to do something about it, but it can't get in because it's blocked. Mm-hmm. I mean, your brain wants to do something about it. Mm-hmm. I apologize. Yeah. Vice versa. Your brain says, hey, I want to send a signal. I want to get to his sinuses. Mm-hmm. I want to send these hormones. I want to send these chemicals that are going to decrease inflammation and cause him to start uh, releasing this congestion. Mm-hmm. But I can't get there. And I can't get there because this, this system is blocked. And then eventually when you ignore that or you use an artificial stimulant like drugs, mm-hmm. antibiotics, um, 
your body just gives up. Mm-hmm. Houston Control makes so many attempts to correct. Um, and then when it's not heard for long enough, it just gives up. Mm-hmm. So chiropractors go in and restore that communication. We restore that communication from the brain to the body. Mm. So the body can hear the brain and the brain can hear the body and they can get to work mm-hmm. and it can start working on those sinuses or that that child's digestion mm-hmm. that's always constipated or uh, that that athlete's asthma mm-hmm. or, you know. But just remember, chiropractic doesn't treat or cure anything. Mm. We just remove the interference. God does the healing. Mm-hmm. Life does the healing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's the way it is. That's no. the way it works. I mean, and it happens no other way. I mean, it just doesn't happen. Either. How? Yeah. How else? It's like other than the the vessel that needs to be healed, the vessel's going to heal itself. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I do personally think, and again, it's like I personally think there is a time and place for medicine and science, uh, uh-huh. especially medicine like antibiotics, for instance. Like there's a time where like at the end of the day, like, it's kind of, it can be a miracle drug. If you're in the last resort kind of thing, if sure. you're in this, that, that, that. Sure, you want to hear a funny it. story? Yeah, go for it. Okay. <laughs> I agree with you. First thing, I'm sorry. I, f- I feel like I'm hogging the mic. I no, 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 no. I, please. My last podcast, I talked so much, so I really want, yeah. I want you to talk, please. No, you're good. So, <clears throat> um, we talk about all this time, all this, this all the time. Uh, a good friend of mine, Dee Dee Humber. Mm-hmm. Um, he always talks about it. It's, you know, chiropractic first. Give the body a chance. Let's give it a chance to heal. Mm. If it's beyond limitations of matter, then we move to drugs. Mm -hmm. See if the drugs artificially, chemically can help your body heal. Antibiotics, whatever you want to call it. And then if it can't, then, then we have surgeons for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. And no one wants to, no one wants to have surgery. No one wants to have to take drugs. And a lot of people don't want to have to go to the chiropractor, because at a core level, we believe that our body can heal itself, and we want it to do that. Um, and here's the funny story. So, a couple years ago, I. Uh, I started suffering with chronic, like, diarrhea, mm-hmm. like, all the time. Everything I ate just goes straight through me. I lost 40 pounds in two months. Wow. I wasn't exercising mm-hmm. or dieting. Wow. Um, it was really stressful. It caused some stress related to every time I eat. You know, I was just waiting. Mm. So I tried chiropractic. I tried changing up my diet, fasting, juice mm-hmm. fast, getting my digestion a break. I did all these things for two months, and I lost 40 pounds. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, I developed a relationship with a primary care physician, and I went in to see him. Mm-hmm. He came recommended by a friend, and we did a stool sample, and I had an intestinal parasite, mm-hmm. right? So we try chiropractic. We try lifestyle modification, which works ninety five percent of the time. Yeah, ninety five percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Diabetes, heart disease, all that stuff. Like I'm saying, chiropractic doesn't treat those things. But if you modify your life, mm-hmm. most of the time you can heal yourself. Yeah. 
and I got on a anti-parasitic drug mm-hmm. that killed Giardia mm-hmm. that was in my stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, and within two and a half days, I went from not being able to have a normal bowel movement to having a completely normal bowel movement. Right, yeah. And that was a pivotal moment in my life to help me realize that there's a time and place for everything. Mm-hmm. And we all need to work together because everyone has their purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, the clean the cleaning people don't come in or the trash people don't pick up trash. <laughs> what does it look like at our hotel today? Mm-hmm. You know, like everyone has a purpose and a job, you know. What what happens to me if for two years I refuse to go to the doctor yeah, right. and get an antiparasitic? What uh, what's going? On? Am I still alive today? Uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Probably uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, I I agree with you a hundred percent. Yeah, and I just think a lot of people got their priorities mixed up, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people go straight to drugs. Uh, go to a surgeon. You go to a surgeon, you're gonna get surgery. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and, and, and they're, they're premature on their decisions. Yeah. Well, they're trained that way in the way, like, again, they're sort of, they're more like, okay, I see a symptom. This is what I know will treat the symptom and slash, or maybe the illness, but usually it's based in it's uh, well, I wouldn't say usually, but in my experience, sometimes it's, it's a lot of times they're, um, they're treating the symptom rather than the illness. And a lot of the times, uh, it can be premature. My dad always says like treat, uh, doctors and and surgeons, all these things, like treat them like a mechanic. You're going to bring your car in. Mm -hmm. Uh, you don't know what the hell they're really doing. You don't know what this drug does that, Mm -hmm. but you know that they're very specialized, that they've studied this, that, that they, you can use their brain. You can use that mechanic to fix your car. They might cost you an arm and a leg and all that stuff. But, uh, essentially like the parasite thing. Okay. I know maybe I won't be able to battle this by myself. Maybe, um, and so you, you find your information from them, and then you create the decision. Okay, am I going to take this? Am I going to take this antiparasitic? Am I going to do that? Because, again, it's like a lot of times people don't even give themselves that opportunity to heal themselves or that opportunity to ask questions to a doctor or that opportunity to, you know, for whatnot. Same thing with the surgeon. I was I have two wisdom teeth. One of them, uh, the gum is uh, it's slightly impacted, so the gum is, like, over it a little bit. I got some food stuck in there. Mm-hmm. I had forgotten about it, uh, and I got an infection under there, under my wisdom tooth. Mm-hmm. I went to first wisdom uh, tooth doctor. And, oh, no, for first I went to the dentist. He said, oh, okay, you got to get them out. You you have to. Um, they're impacted. They're probably going to, you know, I'll, I, I'll book you up with this uh, oral surgeon I know. Cool. Go to the oral surgeon. He saw me for no lie, five minutes. Took an x-ray, five minutes, and said, um, okay, so you're going to have to get, uh, this tooth out and this tooth out because this one's growing into your jaw. This one's growing sideways. Um, the gum, it's just, you're going to keep getting food in there. It's going to get infected and we're going to have to take it out. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I'm like, I don't want to go under surgery. It's yeah, sure. It's like one of the most widely done, uh, surgeons or surgeries done. I think it's 3.8 million surgeries a year of wisdom teeth. 
my dad has all four of his. So he's like, ask some questions. But I'm in pain at this moment. I'm like, I'm sitting in the chair in pain, looking at the x-rays. You want to book it for Friday? That's four days away. I'm like, that's the earliest? Sure, I guess so. I write it down. I'm in pain. In that moment when you're in pain, you're sort of desperate. Pain is a great motivator. Yeah. And, it's and the best motivator. It is. And and it's a it's a sign. It's your body telling you something. And mm-hmm. uh, so I do that. Uh, he said, I say, Hey, is there any other non-surgery options that I could do? Maybe like, uh, mm-hmm. nope, nope, nope. D- your teeth are going to be, you know, it's going to affect the blah, 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 all this, your jawline, da, da, da. Um, I said, okay, I guess, I guess I'll book it for Friday, book it, pay, put half down a lot of money. And then I go back to my dad and he's like, uh, get a second opinion. Cause I'm, I'm calling them and I just am not getting the right vibes from it. They're really, they, it's like they they have like a perversion, like they want my teeth or something. It's like, a, <laughs> I don't know. It's like they're, we, they want them and um, make love to them or something. And uh, uh, so I go to a second doctor. Second doctor says, uh, and the first guy puts me on antibiotics. I was like, dude, my it's like pulsing. It's painful all day. Puts me on antibiotics real quick. It goes down. I go to the next, uh, um, go to the next doctor and he says, oh, uh. The one on the left is fine. The other one, you probably want to get it taken out. There's, you know, your gum line. You're going to get food stuck in there. But, I mean, the other one's fine. I'm like, wait a second. I just went to another doctor. The one said I have to get both of them out. Come by Friday. Mm-hmm. The other one said uh, uh, you, one of them's fine. The other one you should get taken out. Can I cut my guns back? Nah, it'll just grow back. That's what they said. And I'm like, I looked it up. That's not entirely true. Um, and, uh, anyways, it ended up just taking good care i take extra care i brush behind it i push the gums back i do that it's been a year i've been fine they told me i'm gonna see you in a week they're like you'll be back in a week because i'm like i don't think i'm gonna do this surgery. you'll be back in a week she's literally said that to me and i'm like then then it kind of fired me i'm like no i'm not i'm "I'm gonna keep it extra clean and it's just those little things that like again i was about because of the pain because of the momentary pain i was about to jump into something that maybe my heart or mind or body wouldn't exactly want if you've seen the wisdom tooth surgery they crack it in half they pull it out they cut it they uh they they take off some of your bones suck it all out and then Mm -hmm. fill it in with a pocket Mm -hmm. it's a real surgery it's like Mm -hmm. it's not taken lightly yet thousands hundreds of thousands uh, of high schoolers and people like that are told because of uh what people were taught in school um you need to get your teeth out then again i looked this up this is really interesting too this, the countries that uh, have the most wisdom teeth surgeries are actually first world countries, the oh, ones that can afford it. Uh, I'm not, you're not in India seeing people with wisdom tooth problem. I mean, maybe, I don't know. But, uh, you know, it's not an epidemic of wisdom teeth ruining everything. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it can impact. I'm sure it's, you know, it is, it is, there's some science behind it. But at the same time, again, like I could have just listened and had a full on surgery that sure. there's, there's things that there's symptoms there's side effects that you can have from all these things sure they're they're low but just bottom line being that like you want you want to heal yourself and and you want to connect to your mind and body so that you can use the tools around you chiropractic a wisdom to uh, you know an oral surgeon you want to ask those questions so that you can get to your own healing yeah and yeah. you want to listen to the voice within yep and pick the right mechanic mm-hmm. yeah right yeah. Because how many times have people, you heard horror stories of people taking their cars yeah. to mechanics. Exactly. And them saying you need all this work. Mm-hmm. And then they get a second or third opinion and they find the right mechanic. Totally. That's how I feel about these DE doctors. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like these guys are the right mechanics. If we're talking about it in a mechanical model, neurology is not. It's more vitalistic. But if we if we want to use this analogy, these guys are the guys and gals are the conservative mechanics. Mm-hmm. We're the ones that say, nah, you don't need the left tooth out, but you might want to look at the right. Mm-hmm. We're the one that says, hey, there's an interference here and an interference here. Let's get these f- adjusted and back in alignment and let the body do what it does best. We don't say, this is out of alignment, this is out of alignment, this is interfering with life. We need to get you adjusted, and we're going to do laser to calm down the inflammation. We're going to do decompression mm-hmm. to stretch you out, and we're going to do uh, physical therapy, and it's going to cost you $3,500 for the next two months. We don't do that. That's not what we do here. Mm-hmm. It's not what we sign up for. I'm not pointing the finger and saying, you guys are wrong, but if if other chiropractors are listening to this, and you want to take more of a conservative approach and have more faith in the body's ability to heal itself, try chiropractic. Mm-hmm. Just chiropractic. And if you want to make more money, see more people. Mm-hmm. Your life's going to be a whole lot more fulfilled mm-hmm. the more people you help. And I can promise you, the stuff is just stuff. If you have all the stuff, but you have no one to share it with, it's worthless. Yeah, what's you that? Know? And what is that? Yeah. Like, you know, you're going to sit around in a multi-million dollar office mm-hmm. with no one coming in? Mm-hmm. Or would you rather be in a 1,500 square foot awesome office rocking, mm-hmm. seeing a ton of people, not being able to sit down, giving, hugging, hugging moms and dads, kissing babies, empowering people that their body can heal themselves? And being the the conservative mechanic mm-hmm. that just removes interference and lets the body does do what it does best, mm-hmm. or do you want to complicate life, and do you want to live in the motive of money mm-hmm. and try to charge as much as you can, so you don't have to see as little people as you can, and uh, and then go home and. And maybe you don't have trouble sleeping. Maybe it's okay with you. Maybe you think you're doing the right things. Um, but deep down at a core level, you know mm-hmm. that there that there's more. Or or you don't even know. You have a an inc- you have a feeling. You yeah. have a feeling that you haven't yet discovered. Sometimes. And that's why on my talk, I talked about we have to get these chiropractors that don't even know to de. Mm-hmm. They need to feel the love. They need to understand the principle of what I've been explaining to you. Mm-hmm. We need to empower them. And we need to empower them with love, not condemnation. Mm-hmm. We don't need to shame them into doing things our way. Mm-hmm. We need to love them through their process. And and maybe they never get to the point where they're the conservative mechanic. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. Because now they know. Mm. They don't go. They go from an inclination to knowing mm-hmm. the truth, and once you take the red pill, there's no going back. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. So no, I I 100% agree. I think it's I think it's beautiful in that way, and especially like when you were saying in your talk about uh, not pointing the finger. Like I think a lot of people have this like frustration with the med- uh, medical community, with scientific community, and they condemn them. They would. They might never go to get a, their parasites fixed. They might never have that little jump. But 
I always say also like you're like a, you're an open box, um, and essentially you're putting stuff in, you're taking stuff out all the time. Uh, the minute that you say I know or declare I know, this is this is absolutely this is what's going to heal people, or uh, you know this specific thing right here like this, whether it's parasites or whatever. When you close your box, you're actually limiting the ability for you to experience more things. Put some in there. Oh, I didn't even know this fit in here. Or, I thought I wanted this in my box. Now I need to take this out. Mm -hmm. And when people close up, it uh, it doesn't allow for that connection that we're talking about. It doesn't allow for that uh, that that love, I guess, to come through. And that's really the healing at the end of the day. It sounds like such a hippie, but it is. It's just love. It's love for yourself. It's love for life, for God. It's love for just everybody around you. And you can tell when somebody doesn't have that. You can tell when somebody's acting on modality of like of either whether it's scarcity or whether it's fear or whether it's them 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 and not us because mm -hmm. again be the change you want to see um but you can feel that and uh that's why i wanted to talk to you i really i really appreciated the your perspective it was um although i got really cool perspectives and love and from everyone else i think yours hit a little more home because it felt um and I don't mean this in a terrible way for anyone else, but it felt less dogmatic in a way. It felt more, um, f not factual, but balanced. Balanced like in real life. Balanced uh, in the viewpoint of God, which is just everything's as it's meant to be. And let's love. Let's keep these core principles. Let's love. Let's heal. Let's do these things. And try to stay away from those negative things because it doesn't matter who you are, a chiropractor, a photographer, a businessman, whatever. If you're praying to the negative gods, that's going to come into your life. If you're praying to the the, gov the love of God and uh, and of life and of people, like, that's going to come your way. You know, whatever you are, you attract kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, my, my, uh. One of my huge suggestions for any chiropractors or anybody that's listening is stay in your lane. You know, do your job. Mm. You know, uh, the box analogy, just just do what you do best. Chick-fil-A serves chicken. <laughs> All they do is serve chicken. Yeah. Chiropractors adjust. All they do is adjust. Mm -hmm. I have cards in my office for physical therapist i got this great guy that's on a, a um health store a nutrition or herbal health store for over 25 years i got a, a nurse practitioner down the road that helps with corvid like mortality mm -hmm. issues like high blood pressure diabetes like let these people do their job and you do your job mm. And you're going to create more space. You're going to create more of a vacuum for people to come see you that need what you have mm. because you're not complicating the process. Do you think that Chick-fil-A would have the lines that they have if they also served hamburgers and hot dogs? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> yeah. When you drive past McDonald's, um, they don't have those lines. And they got chicken nuggets and hamburgers mm -hmm. and shakes and this and that and the other. And now they're all trying to mimic Chick-fil-A with their iPad yep. orders taken and stuff. My and pleasure. Yeah, yeah, all that. <laughs> it's like, man, don't try to mimic what someone does with the same product that you had before. Yeah. 
it's not the way to fix it. You got to fix it from the inside out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You got to if you want to if you want to do what Chick-fil-A does, become the burger place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and get better at that. Mm-hmm. Get better at your things. I'd rather know one practice one punch a thousand times than a thousand punches one time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mhm. So, that's really important. Well, I really, really, really appreciate talking to you. Yeah. I thank you. Just so everyone knows, uh, this dude's amazing. Uh, he actually, in the middle of his talk, he gave out his number to everybody, which is how I reached out to him. Um, and I thought that was really cool. You were sharing that love. He said, you know, if you ever need to reach out, anything, you want to talk. And he shared his whole, his number. Did it slowly so everyone could write it down. And uh, I thought your talk was amazing. I think you're amazing. And yes. I really appreciate you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank yeah. you. Thanks yeah. for having me. Of course. Do. Right. If everyone wants to reach... Uh, Rich Chase, uh, what's your chiropractic? Any, if you want to plug anything. Yeah, um, sure, man. So uh, my office is Trinity Chiropractic of Burleson. Uh, that's B-U-R-L-E-S-O-N. And I practice outside of Fort Worth, Texas. Um, you can check us out on Facebook uh, or Google. Um, my office has its own website, trinity-chiropractic.com. And uh, if you ever need anything, you can always email me at Dr. D-R-D-Y-E-S-S at trinity-chiropractic.com. Thanks for listening. I should definitely reach out. Love you all. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Appreciate you.